Hello and welcome to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. This is Claire Edelston from Positive Life Workshops and this is funded by the National Lottery Community Fund thanks to the government. So probably should start, rewind quite far back to the beginning of where kind of things started to waver with my mental health. So when I was quite young, there was a lot of a baby in the family and unknowingly that triggered my mental health problems initially. So I didn't kind of get a chance to speak to anybody about that. And then growing up into a teenager from that as a child not being spoken about, I kind of, I wanted my own child quite young and that was kind of the direction I was going in. I wanted, I wanted a family and I was only really young myself. I got into a relationship quite young, 16, planned on getting married, was with him till I was 21. And actually had the wedding boot, the hotel boot, my, my dress, everything was booked and I met someone else. And I thought, how can I marry somebody? When I met somebody else and fallen in love. Now I didn't actually do anything, but I'd met somebody and I knew that I loved somebody else. So I knew that I couldn't get married. And I actually took that step. And that was the first actual massive change in my life. So for six years, if not a bit longer, I was with one person, getting married, got a house and everything. Everything started falling into place, started building up. And then I changed my mind and I changed my whole life around. I didn't get married. I started going out with somebody else and life just changed fully. So that was the first time that I made a massive turnaround in my life. Now, I've only realised these things after it and looking back. That was a big, big thing for me to do. And I wouldn't have done that without meeting my ex-partner. So my ex-partner was quite financially and mentally abusive with me. He was quite narcissistic. They believed the world ran around him. The world was a game and it was all for him. And he was quite delusional, not willing to accept any help. And I kind of felt a bit trapped. I wanted to help him at first. And I did love him. Um, but I got to the point where I was, I was embarrassed to, to want to leave. I didn't want my family to look down on me, to think that I was a bad person, not staying with the person that I'd married when, and had children with. I had two children at this point. And it was very difficult. So within that relationship, I stayed for 10 years. And I basically... At first it was very nice and there was a lot of things happened that I probably wouldn't put on the podcast, but we might talk about it in the Facebook group if you want to join us. So that's on Positive Life Workshops Facebook page and the group's called Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. Um, I'll include the links in the show notes. But yeah, um, so things happened that I kind of just plodded on wasn't very happy with it carried on carried on carried on as you do I had two children I was in a relationship and I was married I had a job why shouldn't I be happy I don't know I just wasn't because I didn't realize at the time that it was being mentally and financially abusive to me so I never went out I never had any friends he called me ugly and fat all the time called me a lesbian called me this called me that now I'm not offended by anything in the slightest I mean I'm probably the hardest person to offend ever I worked on a dementia ward for eight nine years and if one of the dementia patients haven't said something worse to me on a repeated 
ongoing daily basis, then um, I'll be really surprised. So quite a lot of things don't really offend me. So I just kind of plodded on. And I started to use art and creativity. So first of all, I started to paint t-shirts for the kids, little patterns, um, fabric paints. And I started to dye wool. And then I discovered knitting and fibre art. Um, So wet felt making. I was absolutely fascinated. What was this? Why hadn't I experienced this thing before? And it was when I was younger, I kind of didn't do what I wanted to do. I did what my family wanted me to do. So I wanted to do art at school, but I didn't. I did home economics and hated it, but just carried on and did it. And then I went on to do science at college, which I enjoyed. I did enjoy it. But I was very creative and all I wanted to do was make art and draw and paint. So I started to do the the t-shirts and trying to keep myself busy like that, making things for people, started with Fimo, um, just playing with different materials, just making things, being creative. And then my nan kind of must have noticed that our my mental health was slipping down and I was getting quite low. And she bought me a sewing machine. And it's, I still have the sewing machine. I still use it now every now and then. I'll uh, get it out. The kids love it when I get the sewing machine out. But it's just one of them things. You got me a sewing machine and it kind of pushed me to, yeah, I, I am that creative person. I'm allowed to be that creative person. I started to make things and sew clothes for the kids. We went into cloth nappies. I started to try and make cloth nappies. But it just kept me busy and it kept my mind off not being happy. And it gave me that outlet. It was somewhere to go and to escape. I could escape into this little world of creativity. And it was fantastic because when I was sat there drawing and painting and making things or thinking of things to paint and make and draw, I wasn't worrying about what was going on around me. I wasn't feeling sad. I wasn't feeling upset. I wasn't feeling suicidal and low. I was doing something. I was taking my mind off. I had two kids. I had to to keep going. I had to carry on. I had to keep going for them. They were the only, only reason that I carried on and kept going. And probably the only reason that I'm actually still here today. But without them, the world would be a different place. My whole world changed once I had my kids. Because that's all I ever wanted. But unfortunately, the abusive ex-husband didn't want any kids. So he knew I wanted kids when we met. And we ended up having two kids. And that was quite difficult to tell someone that you were pregnant when they didn't want kids. And it was like, oh, you knew they were going to kick off. So it was like, mm, like, not a nice situation. And the second daughter... Even after she was born, he, he questioned whether she was his. And I was like, what? Like, what, what world was he living in? Like, so obviously, looking back, because he was obviously always cheating on me, he was always going, and I wasn't like that, so I didn't see it. And I didn't think about it like that. But then, obviously, over the years, and when you start looking back and thinking about these things, it, it, it was his, it was him he was causing the problems not me but he always put it on to me so then I felt awful because then he didn't think my child was his and he believed that and that was really difficult to deal with when I knew that there was no chance of child being anybody else's so it was one of them things I kind of just got on with it and I really focused on the kids fully focused on the kids they had (laughs) 
my mum called me a right hippie because he was wearing cloth nappies with knitted pants over the top and had tie-dye tops and hand-painted tops and this and that but because I wanted to make those things and I wanted to do them things and I wanted to use my creativity to benefit my mental health and that's what I did and that was kind of the start of my journey towards living my life so even though I was still trapped in them in the situation I gave myself that bit of freedom with the art and with the creativity and it allowed me to escape and that was kind of the beginning of where we are now. So I will leave it at that um, and I'll go into episode two which will be on tomorrow and you'll be able to listen to it and then after episode two we'll be going to every week and then hopefully we'll have an extra monthly one slotted in with some interviews too. So The story behind this one is that art and creativity, making things. So even if you're not an artist and you're not creative, you know what? I wasn't, I was hopeless back then. When I look back at my pictures, I think, whoa, scary. But I carried on and I kept going. And now I'm nine years later, 10 years later, if not more than that later. And because I carried on all the time, I now call myself an artist. I'm proud of that. That's the way it should be. Art and creativity and different things like that allow your mind to have that space. And that's what we need in life. We need that space in our minds. The constant going, the constant moving really doesn't help our mental health. We need to have time to stop. But it's not stopping and thinking about our worries. It's stopping and doing something positive. So making something, creating something. So even if you're not into art, writing, drawing, I've I've just done um, a Canva course on my page. You can do it on Canva. You can just have a play around with the pictures and things like that. Design things, make things. Just be creative. There's nothing wrong with it. Even if you just do some doodles, scribble on a page and colour it in. It's all about the process of taking time out of those busy thoughts that are not doing you any good. So get yourselves over to the Facebook group, Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. Brand new group. Hopefully we'll have a few of you in there by now after the trailer episode. And we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Leave us a review, subscribe, come and join the Facebook page, Positive Life Workshops Community Interest Company. Membership and the mini courses will be available soon. We also have a group, Broken Mind and Growing Confidence, as well as the Ladies Wellbeing Group. Thank you for listening to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence.